Hi, my name is Liz Romney, and I'm obsessed with understanding what true happiness really means while still embracing life's ups and downs, especially during the downs. I'm a mom of three and a cancer fighter, making sure that my sweet family still enjoys life. Happiness was never meant to be only felt when things go right. Happiness is so much more than that. Through heartfelt conversations, you'll discover how to commit to intentional joy no matter what's going on in your life. So make sure you have your favorite drink because we don't shy away from any topic. Welcome to Happy by Design, happiness among the chaos. Hi, dear friend. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's topic is something I have thought about for many years now. And I want to start by saying that there's no right answer. There's only the way you feel will be the best for you. You know, a few years ago, we lost a very young and wonderful member of our extended family. I cannot give too many details because this is not my story to share. But when this tragic event happened, many lives were shattered. Those that loved this family member the most were completely devastated. There was one in particular that was having a very hard time with this death, and to be honest, still does. Around a year after his death, Another member of our family told this particular member that was having a hard time that it was time to move on. Now, how many times have you have heard that phrase? That it is time to move on from whatever pain or challenge you're going through. I bet many have heard that, and I bet many of you have been heard from this phrase. My dear family member was in complete shock when they, they were told this. When he heard that phrase that it was time to move on, what he heard was, your griefing time is over, you are abusing it, our beloved member has passed on and it is time to let them go and live life. What the family member who said that didn't understand was that there was no way to move on. The pain was too big and overwhelming. Too many questions with no answers. Too cruel to comprehend. When my family member told me that this was said to them, I was heartbroken, not because of what was said. I know it was said in a context of love and worry. I was heartbroken because I didn't know how to help my family members carry their pain because this pain was crushing them. As time passed, I noticed something very interesting. Those that were affected the most by this death somehow started rebuilding their life. They started smiling more, being happier, pursuing goals and dreams, and enjoying life. But the pain was still there. All of them took their pain and welcomed it as an old friend and started walking with it. They knew that the only way not to die, literally not to die from a broken heart, from this tragedy, was to accept that they will always be in pain. That every moment... Every smile, every tear, every hug, every birthday, every day, the pain will be there. And they stop fighting with it. And they welcome it. And that, my friend, is called moving forward. So today we're going to talk about what I think is the difference between moving on and moving forward. When I hear the phrase moving on, I imagine what people are truly saying is letting go. I imagine a very tired traveler carrying a very heavy backpack. Like those people that use those 
big backpacks for weeks long hiking. You know, I imagine that kind of backpack. And so when people decide it is time to move on, I imagine them dropping that backpack and walking away. This doesn't mean that they will pretend the backpack was never there or the journey they traveled with it never happened. What they are deciding is that they will no longer travel with a backpack. The same can be done with pain of challenges or struggle. We can decide that we are done with the pain and drop it. We can drop it cold turkey or we can drop it little by little until it is completely off. There are events or seasons of your life that the best thing you can do is to move on, to let go. When I think of my life, some of these events where I have had to move on includes when I have been resentful or holding a grudge that was becoming too heavy for me to carry and live a happy life. One of these events was when I was about to get married. My husband got cold feet a month before the wedding and he called it off. I was so heartbroken. He gave me no explanation of why. He just broke it off. He told me I cannot get married anymore, Liz. We just, I can't. And the thing is that I told no one. My parents and family thought that the wedding was still on. My friends thought that the wedding was still on. No one knew. Because I was just so scared and embarrassed. The words just couldn't come out of my mouth. I couldn't say, I'm not getting married. He broke up with me. So time passed on and I dis- we didn't have communication with each other for a while. And then a week before the wedding, he called me and told me, that he wanted to get married. My mother-in-law was in charge of the planning of the wedding, and she didn't cancel anything, hoping that he was going to change his mind. Bless her heart. So luckily, everything was still as it needed to be for us to still get married. So the day of our wedding was here, and I saw him that morning, and I could tell that man was scared and that he didn't want to get married. Again, I didn't know what to do, and I didn't say anything to anyone and so I just put on my wedding dress I got ready and I went to the temple of our church and he was there and I was there and we he didn't even look at me or really talk to me well he did say when he saw me he said you look beautiful but that's it after that he just completely ignored me he wouldn't even look my way he was just there he was not there he was petrified. So I went to the bride's room and he went to the groom's room. And I'm like, this is not happening to me. Oh my gosh, I need to get out of here. And as I was about to leave the room so I could leave the church, a friend of my mother-in-law went in the room and I felt embarrassed. So I couldn't leave. And I was like, I'm going to be left at the altar. Now, again, None of my friends and none of my family knew what was about to happen, right? They didn't know there was going to be stood up on the altar. They didn't know because I, was, I wasn't saying anything. I was too embarrassed. So the wedding was running behind 45 minutes, I think. And obviously I knew why. Then suddenly they came in. They told me it's time to go. And okay, I walked. And then I saw him and he looked more relaxed and happier. And we got married. It was, it is... And it was heartbreaking to have a wedding day like that. And for many years in our marriage, at the beginning of our marriage, I hold on to that heartbreak. It affected my marriage and my relationship with my husband. I brought it up almost every time we had an argument. Until one day he told me he couldn't do it anymore. 
that me holding to this event was hurting us, that he was very sorry for what happened, that he was just scared of the responsibility of marriage, and that if he could go back, he would change it. But he can't do that. And that the only thing that would keep us from not hurting anymore was for me to forgive him. When he said that to me, I thought, I thought about it. I thought how holding to that pain was doing more harm than good. And that if I truly wanted to be happy, I needed to let go. And so somehow, I let it go. I forgave him. And I haven't brought it up in many, many years now. I try to focus on the happy years we've had as marriage. All the wonderful things we have built together. Our beautiful family. I dropped the backpack. And in this case, I had to move on. But sometimes what we need is to move forward. There are pains in our life that cannot be let go. They become part of who we are. They shouldn't become all of us, all of us, right? Not completely us, but definitely part of who we are. When I think of moving forward, I imagine my hiker friend double strapping the backpack, making sure it's secure and saying, let's keep going. See, Moving forward with pain, there is a beauty to it because you're not letting the pain drown you anymore or consume you or even stop you from what you want in life, but you're actually using that pain to create something with it. You tell the pain, come along, friend, we need to keep walking, and pain becomes your companion, your friend. You use your pain to honor what has happened to you, and because you have this acceptance, you are actually making room for happiness and peace. There are events in life that the wound and the scar are so deep that happiness cannot deny them, but can pay tribute to it. Every time you smile or have the feeling of joy, you know pain is there. Is there holding the, ha the hand of happiness? I am a true believer that pain isn't bad. It's an expression of what we have lived, and we can use it to live a wonderful life. There are times that pain has done its job and need to be let go, but there are times when life is so tragic that the only way to keep living is to hold on to that pain and honor it. And I know this is what my dear family members have done, and I am in awe with how they have done it. Now, There will always be a space between pain and unknowing if you have to move on or move forward. And that's okay too. Sometimes what you need is to stand still and just feel the pain. But I hope that if you are in that in-between, you can still allow happiness to come to you, even if it is only by moments. Because it is in those small moments of happiness that you will have the strength to decide if you need to move on or move forward. I want to end by saying that either you decide to move on or move forward, there's a Father in Heaven that wants to help you. Either He will help you unbuckle the backpack or hold it with His hand while you carry it so it's not so heavy for you. He's there and He wants to help you. I witnessed Him helping me and teaching me how to make room for happiness and He wants to do the same for you. Because really, Why leave happiness to chance when you can design it yourself? Now, before I leave you, I want to share a very exciting news. 
and February 15, the Happy by Design journal will be releasing. I created this journal having in mind those seasons of life where we need tools and strategies to help us keep moving forward or moving on. This journal has been created to really help you design a happy life. The questions in it are there to help you live the five habits of happy by design. If you don't know these five habits or you need a refresh, go to episode two where I talk about these five habits. But if you don't want to wait or you want to try the journal before it comes out, you can get a seven-day sample. The journal is a physical book. But the seven-day sample is a PDF that will be sent to your email and you can print it out or you can use it in your iPad. So you can get a feel of how amazing and life-changing this journal is. So just go to happybydesign.co forward slash pages forward slash journal sample and sign up for it. But don't worry, I'm including the link in the notes. So all you have to do is go to the notes wherever you're listening to this podcast and make your life easier. Just click on it and you can get the journal sample. Okay, well, my dear friend, I will see you on the next episode.